welcome to Happy Healthy Whole, a show dedicated to helping black women approach healing and life by selecting a holistic approach to their self-care and wellness. I am your host and creator of Self-Care for Black Girls Collective, Sharia Farmer. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your journey as we talk healing, coping, self-love, and so much more. into just the love and magical beings that women are. Um, so this week, I figured it would be good to talk about like superpowers, how Black women specifically, as we like develop our superpowers um, based on some of the things that we've experienced in our life, to then utilize it to do good, um, to do good to ourselves, to do good to other people. Um, so I feel like that's a good place to be. Um, like I said, especially in the month that we're in is to talk about like some really great things that we as black women have and hold in us. And mm -hmm. then maybe you can kind of give us some tips on how to, how other women can kind of find that in themselves and like reach down and bring out like a positive. Okay, so as you were speaking, I was like, oh, today on my walk this morning, I was thinking, about one of my superpowers actually and it's funny because oh. I did not mention it as we just prepped wow. and <laughs> it popped in my head and one of them was forgiveness and so Ooh. I uh I want to talk about them all because I know you said two or three and I'm going to try to make sure we stay within time frame that isn't ridiculous uh, you have like 4,000. Exactly. Um, and I hope that you can identify 4,000 in you, right? Because that's the goal when it comes to really looking at a superpower versus being superwoman, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think when we think about the concept of the strong Black woman, it's all these burdens or these additional things that are put on us. However, the resilience and the strength and the identity of who you are that comes from those experiences, those negative or good experiences, is how you develop that superpower. And I think that's important to know is that you don't have to have had a perfect life to find your superpower. In many ways, it's the thing that was trying to break you that may have actually strengthened you in ways that you may not be ready to identify yet. And that's okay as well, depending on where you are in your journey. But then there's yeah. this time when it comes where it's like almost like a, a crash course where it kind of comes and you hit it head on and you're like, life sucks and these bad things have happened. But I survived. Mm -hmm. And in that survival, I gained tools that maybe without it, I never would have. And now I want to make it clear that that does not, equate to it deserving to happen to you it does not equate to it not being the fault of that other human who was bad to you or mistreated you or harmed you it does not equate to that those things that happened were wrong they were bad and they should not be justified and there is no thing that you got out of it that's more important than the fact that they should have never done it so I just want to make that clear Absolutely. from the jump yeah. Um, yeah. because I don't want this to be about well everything happens for a reason. Well, it still should not be happening and it still is wrong. And so let's just take that part first. However, as a result, you've lived an experience and now that you're on the other side and or want to get to the other side, it's important to start identifying where 
am I my strongest? What did I gain from this that I will never allow another person to take from me, right? What developed in those, you know, in this course of trauma that might have been more than just the negatives that I might be able to pull out, pinpoint or out, pinpoint out about myself. And that's where we get to superpowers. And I think, you know, I named, I don't only name one of mine. So I'm going to name the three that I'm going to talk about today. But like you said, I hope that we all have 4,000 of them. Um, But when I think about it from this morning's perspective, I was listening to um, a sermon and one of the things that they, they weren't even talking about forgiveness. They were just talking about what did you gain from what harmed you? And it's funny because we're here today. Um, And when I was walking, that's what kept coming in my mind was forgiveness Um, and not a facade version of forgiveness. Whereas like, I forgive you because you did me wrong. No, a forgiveness that first starts with me mm-hmm. and then equates to evaluating forgiveness towards others with very clear boundaries around how we will relate to each other later, right? Yeah. So that's my first major superpower. And I say that because I do believe that there comes a time in our, our healing mm-hmm. um, that we have to look at forgiving ourselves first, that we have to look at how we have continue to behave poorly towards ourselves as a result of what has happened to us, how we have added expectations of ourselves, how we've been burdens on ourselves and being okay with saying that no more, you did the best you could. And now you have a different choice to make. And the only way I can do that is first by realizing that I can be forgiven myself. And I can also acknowledge what I need to do different as a result of that forgiveness and so for me that's a major superpower because a lot of times what forgiveness looked like before my process of healing was just forgive and forget forgive and forget oh well and or it was forget and act like you forgive right where it's like we don't talk about it we don't well you know nothing happened to me or you know we had a perfect family or the perfect friendship or the perfect relationship when in reality that isn't going to help anyone in the relationship. And it definitely doesn't help me. And so what I realized is that I had to find a a format for myself. Um, And I won't go into that because literally I actually do that in one of our retreats. And so that's actually like an actual experience. Um, And in that process, what I've learned is that it's an ongoing thing that I have to do all the time. And there's routines to my forgiveness, but then there's um, spontaneous forgiveness that I have to do in on the spot acknowledgement of comforting myself when I don't forgive. Right. And so really that superpower comes from just saying, I deserve to have had the life that was safe. I deserve Mm -hmm. to have had a life that did not come with complications or additional harms to me, both physically, spiritually, emotionally, and whatever I deserved that. And though I did not get it, I do not have to continue to beat myself up as if I did something to be at fault. And so I forgive myself first. And then I also ultimately can decide how forgiveness looks for others, for me. And so for me, forgiveness can be, I may forgive the act and the harm that you've done, but I never relate to you again. And what that means is that we don't reconcile. We don't have a relationship. I don't have to, um, 
participate in a relationship with my perpetrator or harm the person who may have harmed me, right? I don't have to do that. However, there's other times when my forgiveness looks like I forgive you. I want to reconcile and I want to have a relationship that allows for us both to be free of that act. However, I have to now set boundaries that say, if these acts happen again, I have to be able to leave this relationship, regardless of the title, friendship, family, husband, spouse, whatever. I have to be willing to say the boundary is there that I have to make a different choice or you can never harm me that same way again. I have a question. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just, I think that it's important to distinguish the two separate journeys. So when you are working to forgive yourself and to like pour all this grace back into yourself, how do you navigate that relationship with that person that like did the harm to you while you're this might not make sense, but like while you're on the journey of forgiveness and you're accomplishing step one, which takes however much longer time, you know, it needs to take, what does it look like where you have to interact with that person while you're still trying to heal yourself before you can forgive them? So to answer that question, to be fair, it depends. That's the answer. And for to be fair is because it depends on the value of the relationship and the form of harm the person is doing to me. Okay. Right. So if the person, if, if I am an adult and in many ways, this is dedicated to adults. So I'm assuming you are, if I'm an adult, then I will make it clear that my boundary is that I need to separate from you until I determine what I can handle in a relationship, or if I will ever return to this relationship again. If I can handle the relationship and I'm still needing to um, go through a process, then the other part is I put boundaries on the relationship. I may only talk to you once a month. I may only decide to answer the phone on Fridays instead of every single day. I may only decide to talk to you for an hour. I may put boundaries that are allowing me to have the distance from the harm so that I can make sure that I'm processing it clearly and deciding what my expectations are if I decide to reconcile with you fully. Mm. So it depends, right? Um, But if you are harmful physically, emotionally, any of those means that can really be ongoing damage, then I have to decide that for me, and this is speaking only for Sharia, I'm not speaking for anyone else. For me, I have gotten to a stage in my life where I decided that that no longer fits who I am going to be or need to be in this world to bring joy. And so then I will separate it all together. And at the same time, be working on the forgiveness, which also may mean that I go back down that road just different way. But in some cases, I never go back. So it depends. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And then I guess the other thing when it comes to forgiveness, and because then I want to try to talk quickly about the other two, which was what capacity and capacity and joy. Oh gosh, why not end it on joy? But um, so with forgiveness, I think it's the external the internal first and the external second. And then based off of those two, you kind of combine what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. There is no wrong way to forgive. There's just processes and forgiveness that has to deal with where you are healed, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For some of us, uh, we can have relationships with those who have harmed us in the past. And for others, we can't. And I think that has to be a personal journey as well as a personal um, realization of where you are and your healing. Yeah. 
So, because it would be unfair for me to not know the value and or details of one person's trauma, then to say it all has to look the same way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you a wellness provider, a life coach, a yoga teacher, a Reiki teacher? Well, come on over to Self-Care for Black Girls and list your business on our new directory. Again, visit selfcareforblackgirls.com where you can be listed as a wellness provider starting today.